Hello, friends. Welcome to episode three of Gala Vision. I'm your host, Alexia Gonzalez, aka The Gala Life. Thank you for tuning into my podcast today for the third installment of my newly launched show. We are here. It's about 6 p.m. on a Thursday in St. Pete, Florida. I was going to say sunny St. Pete, but looking a little gloomy as it has been these past couple of days. I am back on the Home Shopping Network today. I was on this morning at 9 and 10 a.m. this afternoon, and then I'm back on at 11 p.m. tonight. So it's quite a long day for me. I had to wake up at 5 a.m., and I'll be up probably till midnight, and then I probably won't be able to sleep because I'll have all this like post-show adrenaline. So I'll just stay up late watching Real Housewives. And speaking of Real Housewives, I'm going to jump around my list because it's all over the place here. Bravo TV Corner. This week was the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale for the reunion, part three. And it was so crazy and cheesy and camp. And that's why I love these shows because they allow me to depart from the normalcy of my life with just a lot of glitz, glam, and drama. And I know it's all BS, but I have fun with it. I don't take it seriously. And I just really like to laugh at them. look at their outfits of course that's one of the best parts is the outfits this season finale or it was the third part of the reunion so the end of the finale exposed one of the housewives as like a social media troll of the other housewives so this girl monica got on the cast of real housewives of salt lake city and had a burner account about real housewives of salt lake city and she said it was to expose the one who's currently in prison if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like, you must. It's on Peacock. You can watch from season one. Because now Jen Shaw, who was, like, originally the head bitch in charge of the cast, is in prison. And apparently this housewife, who was exposed as a troll, was the one who helped the FBI get her there with with, with testimony and, and evidence. So much drama. I love it when it gets federal because that shit is real. <laughs> There's some consequences there. It's not just like, oh, my God, you're gossiping. Like... You talk shit about my Botox. Like, this lady is in prison for seven years. So the drama of this season is real and so enticing and just worth the watch, really. Just background noise when you're doing something on your laptop or doing laundry or whatever. I loved this season. I think it was the best. And then at the end of the reunion, they announced that Monica was fired or put on pause by Bravo. So she's not coming back for the next season. I think she's on a break. I heard Andy Cohen say it. He was like... Monica's on a break or on pause. It wasn't like she's fired. So I think when they use that kind of verbiage, they're trying to save themselves in case they bring her back for whatever reason. So it was a great watch. I loved this season. So yeah, this week is Gasparilla in Tampa Bay. I went to an event last night at the Hard Rock Hotel to kick off Gasparilla Week. It was a media and influencer event for Tampa Magazine, and it was a lot of fun. Got to get into the pirate spirit and hang out with some other content creators and and folks, and it was cool. I took my girl Destiny, we got into our pirate outfits, and had a great time kicking off Gasparilla, even though I'm not partaking in any Gasparilla festivities this weekend, because Mike's parents are in town, which is great, because we have an excuse not to go. (laughs) Interesting, because my next topic is the Spanish word of the week. And there was a story I wanted to tell about the event I went to last night that kind of dovetails into the Spanish word of the week. So I was at this influencer content creator media event and it it was really cool because when I used to work for the Zimmerman agency and doing public relations for the corporate agency that I worked for for six years, 
I worked with Hard Rock Hotels and Hard Rock International, and they were like my favorite client, one of my main accounts. I traveled the world with them. I went to Switzerland. I went to Mexico. I went all over the place opening hotels and celebrating. And one of the last hotels before I left the agency that I got to do like a big thing for was the Hard Rock Hotel Tampa. And I was supporting their PR and they actually appointed me as the red carpet reporter for this big reopening. And I got to interview like the celebrities and the the influential people walking the red carpet that were attending the grand opening. Oh God, I have to, (laughs) there's some footage out there of those interviews, which is, I'm sure it's so cringeworthy, but it was last minute. I was there as a PR girl and that's kind of how I got back into hosting because I used to do hosting when I was in my young Hispanic soap opera acting days. I did entertainment hosting in Spanish and that's how I kind of started and I really grew a love for it. When I was doing public relations for the Zimmerman agency, they would have me get on camera for clients. So the gal who is now the director of PR for the Hard Rock Hotel Tampa, she was like, Alexia, you're going to be the red carpet reporter for the grand opening tomorrow. We were at like a pre-event PR meeting where we were like discussing plans and press conference. And of course, I was not going to say no. I was like, of course. Yeah, count me in. But I was dying. I was so nervous. But that's one of those situations where it's like if life hands you an opportunity like that, regardless of how scared you are, you're not going to say no. You got to do it. And that's what I did. I ran to the closest store. I I wasn't familiar with anything here because I had just moved here. So I went to like Nordstrom's and bought the first fancy formal dress that I can find to be a red carpet worthy reporter. And it was so ugly. I look at the pictures now and I'm like a navy blue we had to dress very corporate at the Zimmerman agency. Like they loved us to be corporate body con business bitch dresses. So I was going with that vibe, but I got to interview Kim Zolciak from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Speaking of housewives, I got to interview Christy Brinkley. Um, I got to briefly chat with Nicole Kidman and I didn't get to interview her, but Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban were there. I got to interview uh, Titus Wilson, some really prominent Seminole chief tribe members and, a ton of really awesome people. It was such a great experience, but I was nervous and I had to make up questions on the spot. I didn't know what I was asking. I had to do like, I stayed up all night doing research the evening before about the Seminole tribe and the opening, you know, details about it outside of the PR that I knew so that I could really be an informed interviewer. But still, I remember I was interviewing one of the execs or something And I asked him a question and I think I just blanked out because I was so nervous. And then I looked at him and I just asked the same question again. And he looked at me like, (laughs) just answer. He answered it. But he was like, what? (laughs) So that was a cool experience. I learned a lot and it was definitely growth for me as a host and a presenter. One of my first gigs here in Tampa Bay. Little Alexia, six, six years ago, something like that. Okay, so. So I digress. Why we are at the Hard Rock Tampa because I was at this Gasparilla event. And there's, you know, there's always going to be influencer drama if you're in the content creator community, especially here in Tampa Bay. It's like a little clicky, but not as clicky as like Miami or any. I've noticed that when I visited Miami here, we're very open and uh, like welcoming to other creators. But there's always like little drama. And there's there are certain people who I just noticed that they like watch all of my stories will be the first ones to like hop on my stories view my things like want to see what I'm up to but they'll never support and like like and comment or engage with my actual posts and I'm just like 
why like why are you so keen on looking at my stories and like being the first one to look at the the little story snippets that I post but you're not going to like support a reel that I spent like a week and a half creating for a, a client or something and obviously as another creator you know that I just like don't I don't like that that rubs me the wrong way because I try to show support and love as much as I can to other creators and especially if you like we have no inherent beef I just think it's nosy and weird so people like that I just go off of my vibes and I'll I'll mute my story and just not want to show them on Instagram my story like okay if you're not gonna like my posts you don't deserve to see my daily musings like when I do that in the car I just feel like as an Aquarius or as an intuitive person I can read people. I read people's energy. When I walk into a room, I was actually having this conversation with another Aquarius. Shout out Amy West. She was saying, you know, as an Aquarius, I feel like when I walk into a room, my feelers are up and I'm reading people. I know what people want from me. I can feel their energy, what their intentions are. And I feel the same way about that. I feel the same way. So when I walk into a room full of big personalities and content creators and media and influencers, you can tell... I can read immediately whose vibe is like open and welcoming and like, hey, come chat with me or who's kind of like sizing you up and down and being judgy. And then again, sometimes you can be wrong. Sometimes when people are nervous, they can put off like a bitchy expression. I know I can do that. But I try to lean like super smiley and nice and then I read you. And if I feel like you're cold, then I, then I'll go off of that energy. But yeah, there's just there's certain people that I feel like they're energy is like phony a little bit and then their intentions are aren't like the most authentic and maybe a little like I don't I hate the word jealous envious so this dovetails into the Spanish word of the week not envious but envidiosa so my mom my abuela la muchacha está envidiosa o tiene envidia it's not like envy like the same translation like in English envidiosa in Spanish to me means like more malintent and more of a negative energy behind that admiration of a person because face it it's okay to be jealous it's fine it happens there's always going to be someone who's skinnier prettier richer hotter smarter whatever and that's okay because it's going to push you to achieve the best version of yourself or, or this ideal standard of a person that you may have but when that jealousy or that kind of admiration bleeds into envidia or like envy there's just like an energy that comes out and can be really negative and I've seen it I actually have a story about karma and energy and how energy can manifest into the physical form but I'm not going to get into it because it's really deep I'll save that for another episode but like I'll wear an evil eye bracelet that's a big thing in the Hispanic culture I know in a lot of cultures the Turkish evil eye Greek eagle evil eye you wear it to ward off you know negative energy or evil spirits I have one at my entry an evil eye I'll wear one on a necklace or a bracelet and it's happened to me before especially when I was like in school around a lot of other teenagers and girls where like the bracelet or the evil eye would pop and I know maybe sometimes it was just because it broke but there's often the notion that they pop because they're like absorbing some negative type of energy or something so interesting to consider envidia si tienen envidia la tienes que dejar porque Eso no es bueno. Envidia. <laughs> I think my point with that rant is if you're going to admire someone from afar or be inspired of someone or even have a little bit of jealousy, 
just do it with positive intention so that you're always wishing well on them in their journey and that their journey is only helping yours. So I woke up this morning at 5 a.m. and I had to be at the Home Shopping Network at 7. Got there, did a couple of shows in the morning and I was out by like noon and then I came home and worked on an event that I'm planning, the Sadie and Sky event that I'm helping plan and some other client projects as well as some proposals that I'm being asked to submit for potential projects. And it's interesting because I do public relations and marketing and that kind of thing for my communications agency, the Gala Group. And it's something that I just know how to do like in my sleep, like the back of my hand. But sometimes it's tough for me to do. Well, it's tough. It's, it's hard work. And, you know, I have employees that work with the Gala Group that help me. But sometimes I want to just not do that and focus solely on my hosting and content creation. But it's great that I can do the PR and the marketing for myself and for the clients of my choosing and to help empower local small businesses and to get them visibility and press and awareness and to help create really special events. So that's you know what I'm doing with Sadie and Sky for their upcoming grand opening. But I'm excited that I get to just pour so much love into this podcast and into my own content creations. And it's funny, I ran into someone who said hi to me and then they go, oh, I saw you started your little podcast. And obviously I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. But that word little podcast just irked me, like little, little, like con- not condescending. Maybe I'm reading into it too much, but. I was just like irked. I like walked away and was like, little, little podcast. You know what? It's not little to me. It's my, my whole world right now. It's my baby and it's not little to me. And I hope it's not little to other people. And even if it, it is little, I know it'll be big to me one day. And that's all that matters. And I made the analogy that I feel like I took a creative poop. <laughs> and not that this is like poop content, but that I had this thing building up inside me for years this idea this concept and finally with the birth of the Galavision podcast I just released it and let it go and put it out into the universe and it feels good and I try not to watch it too much I try not to look at the views and and all of that and just keep it moving but it's nerve-wracking sometimes I feel that imposter syndrome that I talked about in episode one and how do how do you deal with imposter syndrome it's by really putting all of your effort and energy and intention into something as though it's already there manifesting it like it's real envisioning it saying it feeling it tasting it and that's what you do otherwise it's not going to be worth your while so if you want to create a podcast if you want to create a business or a platform or a website that's how you have to approach it because it's if it's real in your mind it's going to be real in other people's minds and like they say if you build it they'll come So the other week I put out a call for questions or topics that you might want to hear me discuss and I had a few interesting questions come through that I wanted to mention. One was how do you outsource tasks and and work and things like that. So I have the Gala Group Agency which is my communications agency where I do public relations events, marketing, social media management, It's really an integrated communications firm. We offer everything. And it's myself and two other employees that are part of the agency. But we have an intern. And then we also have 
folks that we outsource from other places. So people that may not have their own agency, but do side work and are really extra focused on like a niche topic. So if I come in to a client with a PR proposal, because that's what I know how to do, public relations, media relations, all that jazz, I can do that with my eyes closed. I have my, sorry, Veronica just texted me. Hi, Veronica. So I can do all of that P- PR, media, social media. So I can do all of that myself, public relations, marketing, social media. But if I have a client who comes in and says, hey, I want to do paid ads. I want Google display ads. I don't know that, but I have someone who knows that. So I hit them up and then I white label them under my agency and they do the work. They run it through me, you know, and they get paid and, and the client's happy and that has been a huge help and that's what people don't realize that that's the reality if you go to Upwork or Fiverr you can find someone to do anything that you need like if you need social media marketing help or think or anything like that or content creation you can go to Upwork or Fiverr and find folks who specialize in graphic design like I'm not this is all made on camp You can go to Upwork or Fiverr and find someone who specializes in graphic design to make your logo. Like I have someone right now who I'm paying to make a presentation deck for a client presentation that's really important that I know I'm not going to design. This is all Canva. I can't make like a super legit deck on Canva that looks like, whoa, okay, let's pay this person, you know, a double digit monthly retainer. So I'm paying someone on Upwork like $300 and they're making me a sick pitch deck. So think about it. You can outsource anything these days, anything. So that's Upwork, Fiverr, great resources. And students, people who are looking for experience, they have to start somewhere and you want to give them those opportunities. And then if you start with students, like I have an amazing intern for St. Pete Gals, shout out Mary. And she's so talented and the work that she's been doing is amazing. And she's donating her time, which I am blessed to have her. And I hope that she's growing from this experience and being able to progress and eventually I plan to pay her but she's so talented that I want to keep her on and I want to pay her so that she stays with me forever (laughs) that's how it works you never know the connections you may make with someone who you collaborate with for a project that's really how I've been able to meet so many incredible people in Tampa Bay it's like saying yes to opportunities and collaborations that maybe you're like hmm or you don't know or something new and you do it and then it turns out to be amazing Or you have other collaborations that maybe aren't so great. Like one story, I have a client who hired me to do an event. I think I mentioned it in episode one. She hired me to do an event for St. Pete Gals. She didn't hire me. She reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to collaborate on this event? And I said, yes, I charge for events, but like, what do you have in mind? And she offered some things. So I said, okay, whatever, let's do it like for free. We'll partner on this event. And then maybe down the line, you can hire my agency to do your PR marketing. So the event was a success. It went really well because every event that I do goes well. I put a lot of work into it. And she even reached out to other influencers and had them do free events for her. So clearly just trying to get what she can for free. There's a bug in the light. And so she reached out to me and said, oh, my God, your event went so well. I want to hire you to do my company's PR marketing. So she did. I worked for her for a month and she basically ghosted me, didn't pay me for a month of work. We had a contract for six months and 
that's that. So I had a really weird feeling when I, she reached out to me to like work for her. I went down a lot on my usual retainer that she was trying to hire me for, for like a monthly agency retainer. I went down like a grand just because I wanted to help another female entrepreneur in the community. And then she effed me over and still hasn't paid me. So if you get a gut feeling about somebody, listen to it. Envidiosa. Envidia. That's those kind of people. That's that kind of person. Questions that I had people send in and topics covered. I had someone ask me about public speaking tips. So I think public speaking is such an important aspect of any job, any industry. You're going to have to speak publicly anywhere regardless unless you work in like a tech job where you just are behind a computer all day but even when you're pitching yourself or talking about what you do it's public speaking so when I do these shows or more scripted moments like this isn't scripted this is just me talking when I'm at the home shopping network that's also pretty unscripted because it's off the cuff like I'll have a few talking points or facts about the product and little style notes that I know to talk about but when I go to like Bloom TV or I ho- I filled in for Christy Valderrama, the host of Todo Tampa Bay TV when she was on vacation for two days. And it was a lot of fun, but so terrifying. Like I was the main host for the show and it's in Spanish and it's more of like, you know, a lifestyle show, but it's there's scripts and questions and there's a teleprompter. So you're reading this teleprompter and I wasn't prepared. They did not give me any questions to prep with or topics. So I just had to go off the teleprompter and that was terrifying. But when you know you have some talking points that you have to stick to, one of my favorite tips is to one, write it and read it so that your brain processes it in two ways and then speak it three ways. That's the best way to memorize. But then also to say it to yourself in a mirror, speak your talking points to yourself like in a conversation in a mirror And then also to record yourself on voice notes, speaking whatever you want to say, like more in conversation, not like you're reciting a speech. Like anytime you have talking points, even if it's a whole speech, you always want to work it organically because if you forget something when you are stuck to an out a speech, a specific speech, you're going to trip yourself up and mess up. So you want it to feel like an organic conversation so that you don't get nervous in case you miss a point or you forget something. You can just... Pick up where you left off and the audience is none the wiser. So I like to record myself speaking and then I'll listen to it when I'm doing my makeup, when I'm driving to wherever I have to go, when I'm getting ready, because then I can hear myself and process the information also in different ways in case I'm asked the questions in ways that I don't expect. So that's a tip for public speaking. Also, breathing is very important, like doing some heavy breathing work before and um, yeah, just treating it like any conversation to be natural and organic because that's the best way to express your feelings if you feel too or hoary. I have a super fun interview this week actually. I I have a great interview coming up. I'm talking to Mariel McMurray who is the owner of Sadie and Sky Permanent Jewelry, a local Tampa Bay based permanent jewelry creator and she also designs non-permanent jewelry, amazing pieces and she's a super smart 23-year-old entrepreneur, small business owner, local to the St. Pete area. Just a super inspiring girl, so creative. 
I'm working with her for the grand opening of her new Modify Lounge in downtown St. Pete, which is going to be kind of a tailored aesthetic experience. She'll have you know, like a lash artist, a permanent makeup artist, her permanent jewelry that you can get zapped right on site, or you can buy some of her creations that are already made and not permanent. Just going to be such a fun event that's taking place on February 3rd, open to the public. Check it out on the St. Pete Gals Instagram. We posted the invite or on the Sadie and Sky Instagram. But Here's my interview with Mariel McMurray talking about her company, Sadie and Sky, and the opening of her Modify Beauty Lounge. Hello, welcome to the Galvision Podcast. Today we have Marielle McMurray, owner of Sadie and Sky Permanent Jewelry. Hello, lady. Hello, how's it going? Good. Welcome back. We tried recording this episode a few times already, but we keep having tech issues. So it's probably <laughs> all this Aquarius and Aquarius moon. I know it's like effing with me. So it's doing some issues to the tech, but I'm excited to chat with you. We have so much to talk about with the grand opening of Modify Beauty Lounge coming up this weekend, February 2nd and 3rd. We're doing an influencer night and a community grand opening open to the public on Saturday, February 3rd. So can you tell us more about Sadie and Sky and how we got to grand opening of Modify Beauty Lounge? Yeah, so Sadie and Sky, we're, oh my goodness, we're one of the original companies to do permanent jewelry in all of uh, St. Pete and Tampa. So we've been zapping since around 2021. Um, and then we officially started zapping under Sadie and Sky early 2022. Since then, it's been this beautiful roller coaster of getting to, you know, be a business owner and things like that. And what really brought me to permanent jewelry, I'd always been in the jewelry industry for about seven years. So when I finally did get my hands on this machine, after begging and begging for someone to let me borrow theirs, um, I was just uh, still in college. So it was just like a fun little thing to do. I liked the idea of the sustainability of it because my background is in environmental science. So I like the idea of if you bought a bracelet, you essentially get 365 days of wear. Um, so that's what originally I loved about it. So then I just brought it to my my dorm room and started doing it out of a dorm room. And uh, when I graduated, I was one of the only ones to my knowledge in the area doing it and just continued to kind of run with it. And now we just moved into the space where we're kind of increasing our services. And I really wanted to create curate this one-stop shop of women in beauty um, where you can have a bunch of women-owned businesses all here together and we can kind of create this beautiful referral system and this really cute little community. You really have. I'm so excited to see what's to come of it and the fact that, you know, yeah, you started this business because it was like a passion and then it led to becoming an actual business and now you're doing so many unique things with it. I think it's so amazing. And you have a stall on the pier, which is awesome as well on the St. Pete Pier, you can go and have a great day and like get zapped with your family or your best friends. I think that's so sweet. But now there's the Modify Lounge opening up this weekend. So you're sitting in it, right? Yes. Yes. So this is it. We have a really cool little mural up here um, and the whole kind of, you know, foresty vibes going on, which I love. Yes. And there's multiple rooms. So there's going to be other beauty experiences along with the permanent jewelry and customization that you do, right? Yes. Yeah, so right now we out of the four rooms, we have two of them are being rented. One of them is by a lash artist. So lash artist esthetician. Um, and then another one is by a permanent makeup artist. I love that. I can't wait to see that like, you know, full time. I know we're going to have some fun right. pop ups within those rooms for 
the influencer event this Friday, but I can't wait to see what you do full time. You know, I love that it's like a fluid, ever changing aesthetic beauty experience. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be really fun. I hope that we can get a masseuse in here. That's what I want. Oh, that would be sick. Of course. (laughs) Or like a tarot card reader. Right? That would be so cool. Someone doing like readings. That could be so cool. Hey, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) But that's so exciting. And then Saturday is the community grand opening event. Open to the public. Anyone can come all ages and get zapped and check out your custom jewelry pieces. You don't just do permanent jewelry. You do custom jewelry and bringing Florida's first charm bar to St. Pete, which I'm so excited about. Me too. We have so many different... Um, I think we have over like 200 plus different charms that you can do and you can just kind of create your own charm bracelet. They're a little bit more icon focused. So it's like, what's your favorite animal? You get to put your favorite animal. Um, What's your favorite angel number? You can put your favorite angel number or, you know, what kind of, do you like sweet tea? Do you like mimosas? You can add one of those. Um, (laughs) It's really cool. They look adorable and you can always come in and I think it'd be a fun gift to be to get people's charms for their birthday. So when they open up, they have a charm that then they can come in and get it added on um, and a fun way to celebrate little occasions by adding little charms to it. I love that. And I love how you also said that like permanent jewelry, if you decide to do the permanent jewelry offering, that's like making yourself like the charm, essentially. Yes, that's what we were talking about in the first time around was um, I liked the idea for permanent jewelry is like you got to become the charm bracelet and each of the bracelets were the charms. So it's like me and my mom and my sister have this one together. Me and my boyfriend have this one together. And then like this one I got for me as like a celebratory thing. So yeah. celebrating so, every day in the little wins, right? Like romanticizing the small moments in life. I think that's so <laughs> you important. To, you have to. I know. And I know I made you go through it in a longer version the last time, but if you can distill the essence of how the name of Sadie and Sky came about, uh, I think yes. that's such an important story. So when I first started doing this and there was some other companies that were, and there was like very few scattered across the States. Um, they were all very like oriented towards um, links and bonds and, um, you know, fusing and, you know, like, um, you know, just some sort of like, it was talking about the chain was the main focus of the name. And I really didn't want that. Um, there wasn't a lot of personality behind it, especially because permanent jewelry to me is less about the permanent bracelet because these are really awesome. And it'd be awesome to get three to five years out of them, but three to five years isn't truly permanent. To me, what was permanent was the experiences that you had within your time getting them. So were you coming in with your family or, you know, your boyfriends or things like that. So Sadie was my childhood dog. She's a German shepherd. She was all things wise and majestic. And I mean, you wouldn't describe a dog as majestic, but there's no other way. Um, and then during COVID, I was in tech. So I'm originally from Texas. All my family's still there. So whenever I got here, COVID hit and it was just a little bit more, you know, if the world shut down, everything got pretty lonely. So I got Skylar and she is this new little ambitious puppy who is curious about the world and creative. And they're very sort of like my yin and yang. So kind of touching back to the experiences and the little paw prints that they leave on my heart for forever, even though they're not going to be around for forever. Um, yeah, that was kind of, kind of the essence of it. So it was about more about the experience, less about the chains themselves. 
I love that. <laughs> I, every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so meaningful. So it's about you know, cherishing those moments and those memories with the people that you love most and the pets or the furry loved ones you love most. Yeah. I think that's great. And I love your mindset and the positive vibes that you bring with your creations. So I'm so excited for the grand opening this weekend. Everyone needs to be there. I know we are doing our invite only event on Friday, but shout out to Malbec Bay, the Sunshine Soiree, um, LJ Hatco, uh, Sunshine City yes. Med Spa, all of our wonderful partners who will be a part of our lovely event Friday. And then just the community event on Saturday will be amazing for everyone that that stops by. And I'm Lots sure you're going to have discounts. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a great weekend. And I know I'll be there both days. So we'll be roaming around. <laughs> Thank you I'm so perfect. much. And where we can follow you at Sadie and Sky Jewelry, Jewelry. right? Yep. Sadie and Sky Jewelry. Um, where most, I think that's like our biggest presence right now is going to be on Instagram. Um, so you can give us a follow there. Uh, you can sign up for our monthly newsletter. Um, and that's, you can type that in by just going to our I think it's the first thing that pops up whenever you open our website. Um, so you can always do that and we'll let you in on exclusive little details that go only to you and sneak peeks at what we're launching. So I know we're launching our jewelry collection coming up and then on top of the charm bar um, and the services to so be the first to know when the rooms get filled because these are new girls that are in business, ready to hustle. Some of them are in a new area um, and they're ready to get their books filled. So they have some fun discounts going on right now. Yes, that's so exciting. And you're just such a trendsetter. You're ahead of the trends. Everything you post is like ahead of the trends. So if you want to be in the know, you got to follow Sadie and Sky. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of Galvision. I hope you tune in next week. I have a super fun interview coming up and some more exciting updates. I'm getting closer to my birthday. I'm planning a really fun big birthday party in downtown St. Pete. And there will be a Galavision launch party as well but more details to come on that thank you for tuning in for watching galavision make sure to follow me at the gal life on instagram tiktok follow st pete gals and subscribe to the gala life on youtube and listen to the galavision podcast wherever you get your podcasts gracias <laughs>